Welcome to the Fishing for Content podcast. This is episode seven featuring my friend Jay Sinky. If you guys like, we film these every Monday night live at my YouTube channel at 8 p.m. Eastern. If you wanted to come and join the conversation live, hope you guys enjoy this episode. All right, everybody, welcome to the Fishing for Content podcast. My name is Tej, and I'm the host. We do this every Monday night live on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Stone at 8 p.m. We like to let chat be a part of the conversation. And every single week, I try to have a guest, and we talk about fishing, content creation, and where those two things overlap. So tonight, uh, please welcome my very special guest, fellow on the line contestant, Miss Jay Sink. Sinky, hi. How's everybody doing? Okay. <laughs> so, you know, it's funny. Um, actually, let me go ahead. We're having a few technical difficulties. Let me go ahead and do this so that me and her are both full screen. I'm using my second webcam. For some reason, Zoom is being weird tonight. And that's what happens when you rely on technology. Something always goes wrong, right? Always. It's... <laughs> never ceases to amaze me there's always something that goes wrong it's like always prepare for the unpre- the, the things you don't know it's gonna happen it's like- so i work for a church and it's literally every single week something else breaks something doesn't you know turn on or a microphone is the batteries are dead it's it's always something so um but i, I kind of like this uh this if, if i run it through zoom like this like uh jay was saying before we went live is you know, the other contestants have, or the other contestants, well, they have been contestants, <laughs> but the other guests haven't been able to see me because I was using Streamlabs, not Zoom from yeah. my webcam. So either way, it works. Jay, Jay currently has, I was checking your stats today. You're at right around 2K subs on YouTube, 6K, yeah, fo- I'm close. 6K sub or followers on TikTok and 12K followers on Instagram. So you're yeah. making your way. You're making your way. I'm trying. <laughs> well, I mean, it's all, it, it feels like it's a day to day thing with me. So, or like, it, it's like, it feels like it's constantly changing. So, I don't, you know. Yeah. How often do you like look at your numbers? Um, I feel like too often, if that's actually a thing. Sometimes yeah. I, I feel like I, I have to actually step away from it because it becomes, I kind of consume myself too much with the numbers and it shouldn't be a numbers game like that. Yeah. I feel like. Like it really shouldn't. Like there needs to be a good balance as far as it goes. So sometimes I try to not look at my numbers as much. Yeah, I totally agree. It shouldn't be, but I find myself like lately diving into like my YouTube analytics to see like t- like who's watching, who's not, who, or do I have more subs or non-subs watching? So right. it's it's definitely a trap that I think all creators will fall into. But I think it's like. The, the most imp- we, we just jumped off the deep end here we haven't even been live yeah. for like five minutes you know it, but it <laughs> but but seriously it's like a creator it's like a creator trap like we because we yeah. we think that people are judging us based off of metrics and I, and that's we we know that that's not necessarily true now, apparently nobody actually gives a darn about it they just you know it, apparently it's just us who really care the most that's what people say supposedly and i'd like to believe that's kind of true because then that means that when we choose to kind of take a break, that it's not going to affect us too badly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I definitely delve into it more than I feel like I should. And I can admit it because I feel like you said every creator kind of runs into that spiral. You yeah. just tend to find yourself looking at it every day when you find like two seconds to do something. That's what you're figuring. That's what you're doing with that time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've seen let's let's get to know Jay a little bit better first because um you know we we met through the uh, on the line contest and I've got a few questions about that coming up but tell us tell us who who is Jay 
outside of content, uh, outside of making uh, videos? Uh, geez, I wish that I, 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 that's one of those unprepared questions that I like, you know, you don't think about having, who am I outside of this? <laughs> so besides fishing, I, um, I'm actually just now getting back to doing Uber and uh, Uber delivery. I don't actually okay. do the rides, I do delivery. Smart. And I actually do that because um, I like having my own schedule to be able to do things like fishing and things like that. But beyond that, um, I know you've probably seen my content with my girlfriend in it before, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw with the video, I talked about how she has her chronic illnesses. She has type one diabetes and she has Crohn's. That's a huge reason why we like to have our own schedule in that sense because it's it's very unpredictable mm -hmm. um a couple of years ago I, like i said she she almost passed away a couple of times because she was in the hospital for a few weeks so it's always it's always nice to be able to kind of control your schedule a little bit better i feel like especially when you have random things like that happen mm -hmm. um but other than that i mean i'm just you know i feel like i'm kind of quirky in that sense i have I have, I've never had an interview like this before, so it's kind of like new to me. Okay. And even though on the outside, I seem good or, you know, whatever I have, I do have anxiety at times okay. and it kind of, I think it stops me from being as creative as I can be. Okay. But I try to, I try to overpass it and, and do things that are new because anxiety can also kind of run hand in hand with like new things. You know, if it's, if it's making you feel anxious, then maybe you should do it. Cause it could be kind of exciting. Like I'm having a good time. I love this. I'm glad I decided to do it. You yeah, know? me too. So, so one thing that I love about your content is like, you're very transparent and I appreciate that. And I haven't really spoken like a lot of detail about like depression and stuff. But when I was, you know, streaming video games, I, w I was uh, probably at, at one of the peaks of, of my depression and, and, and like, I think one thing that people don't know is like, I think one thing that kind of slides me back down into that and kind of kills my creativity is when I do look at my metrics and they're not growing the way I, that I think they, sh they should be. And so I, so I started to get nervous. Like, should I try something new or should I go back to something that I knew were, you know, like that we start playing this mental game with ourselves and discrediting ourselves. And so I remember that video that you did. I think it was the week four video. Um, where you were open and honest about your girlfriend and, and her uh, her health issues and stuff as well. How's she doing right now? She's um well, that's you know she's doing okay right now. It's actually um so Crohn's is one of those things that like if I had enough time, you know, I'd be able to really go into detail with that one. But she um every six weeks she has to take um a big shot. It's called Stellara. It's a it's a I'm trying to think. It's not a steroid. It's kind of like chemo in shot form okay. similar there's there's it's not quite like that i I'm, I'm not sure as far as like the exact details but it hers is stellara mm. and every six weeks she has to take this shot and it ends up making her feel kind of like crap for like sometimes like a week after depending so like right now she just took it a couple nights ago so she's not actually doing the best oh, today man. but like her crohn's overall it's only a little active right now which compared to a couple years ago is good. You know? Right. So, and her diabetes is day to day. She's a type one brittle diabetic, which means like her blood sugars can run up to 400 and go down to less than a hundred and within two hours. It's ridiculous, Jeez. but that's a day to day fun thing. We've just learned to make it your norm, you know? Yeah. And you guys have a cool story that I think draws people in too, because you said in that video that you guys were high school sweethearts and y'all had some time apart and then you came back together. Like everybody loves, a love yeah. story like that, right? Like, 
it's I mean I'm beyond like I it's great like I to be truthful about it I'm it's I'm I can't believe something like that happened to somebody like me either yeah. it's one of those things you don't ever expect that kind of thing to happen mm. you know but um yeah I actually personally I've been I was married and I got divorced and um she was in another serious relationship. She's never been married, but she's been in a serious relationship. But we always kept in contact because when you're in high school, you're still young enough to be like, okay, we're still going to be friends Yeah. and try to, you know, at least keep in contact. Mm -hmm. And so we kept in contact over the years and it just, we came back together and it ended up working out, you know, and we're grown now. I feel like we're, there was a lot we had to get through and grow up kind of thing to make it, you know, right now. So yeah. I'm happy. Awesome. Um, so going back to like introduction, I can't hear you. Oh, can you hear me now? Mm -mm. Uh, okay. One second. One second. Technical issues. Always. Still can't hear you. All right. What about now? Check. Oh man. One second. Everybody else can hear me though. So can you hear me? You still can't hear me? One second, one second. I can chop all this out. Mm -mm. Seems. Oh, let me go to this camera real quick while I play with this. I don't want you guys to see my background. So, Jay, you can't hear me? I see that it's not going. Check. One sec. I see that it's not going to... Oh, hey, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay, so I figured out, I figured out what it was. Okay, I, I solved this problem. Coot's, okay, you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Sorry. Let me go back to uh let me go back to this. So Coot in chat said I can hear both of you. So you could hear both of us, but she couldn't hear me because for whatever reason, let me say something really nerdy real quick. When I mute myself to Discord, it doesn't go through Zoom, and I haven't quite figured out why that is yet. So it, my mic was unmuted, Jay Stone. Shut up. So Jay, going back to uh going back to like getting to know you a little bit, what got you into fishing? And then what got you into creating content around fishing? So before COVID hit, um, I actually, in my video with the fourth one, again, I said as well that I went in and I lost a hundred pounds. Mm -hmm. um, I lost a lot of weight. I was really, I got into my health a lot and I actually, you know, I kind of lost that. I need to get back into that. Um, but my, in my brain, the way I looked at it was instead of paying for somebody to teach me, I just might as well go ahead and teach myself. So I went and I got qualified to be a personal trainer. Cool. Then COVID hit. And at the time I was also doing Uber, but then COVID hit and it was just like everything around us, just nobody was anywhere. It was like, it just became a blank. It just, you know, I don't know, you know what I'm talking about? Like when you just walk outside and it was just quiet, you mm -hmm. know, when that all hit. Yeah. And that's when I picked up fishing. Cool. So I was actually already, and I forgot to say, when I got into losing all my weight, I got into content creating then. I really enjoyed, you know, recording my videos, showing my weight progress. I, I actually won a couple of contests with big name brands back then um, because of just showing how much progress I had made. So I got into content creating with that. And then I started fishing. And in my mind, I didn't realize I was actually becoming a content creator. And then I started fishing and I started taking pictures. And then I started realizing that, hey, this is getting some attention, you know? And so it just kind of, has come from there um and with my weight loss and all the name brand things that i learned then i kind of took it copied and pasted it and applied it to fishing 
So it was like, okay, remember the name brands that you like, stick with it and make sure they see you when you talk about them kind of thing. Yeah. So is that kind of so, how you got connected with Ketchco and, and everything? It's exactly what happened. Yeah. I, um, I ended up, I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. I think I have a video way back when I was looking at monthly tackle boxes all together mm-hmm. and mystery tackle box was one that I ended up getting with and something about them just made me kind of stick with them. And then I realized that Ketchco was like the big branch and then they had the branches under them. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so this is kind of like, you know, who you want to make sure you're kind of getting attention from because you like the baits that they make. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. And that's just how I stuck with it. Yeah. I mean, that like, it's the same for me. Like I, I got back into fishing and then like was attracted to the Guggen green and then I started watching some of their videos. I made yeah, the transition. Yeah. So it was just a natural progression of like, I'm already using Guggen stuff, which led me to Catchco stuff, which now yeah. the sponsorship and everything is like, it just makes sense, right? Right. It just all adds up. I'm even, I'm even wearing the MT. This thing is like worn out. I think this thing is about as old as my, my fishing the last <laughs> year. I think I got this when I first started up with them. And have- it's like brown. This is actually supposed to be black. Like like this color. I gotta get. I, I wear it so much. I've gotta get me an MTB hat. I'm a hat guy. I wear a hat every day. I don't have one right now because I'm. I've got long hair, so I have to make ponytail out the back. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh. So usually when I'm on on camera, I try to because I like to put my head. I got this pillow. I like to put my head on there. Can't do that if I, I have see, a ponytail. I see. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so. A couple more introduction questions, and then we're going to talk about fishing, and then we're going to talk about content creating, and then there will be a Q&A at the end if anybody has any questions. If you have any sure. questions live that are relevant to what we're talking about, we'll answer them on the fly. But if there's something that maybe is off the wall, uh, we'll answer those at the end. Uh, remember that this podcast will be put on your favorite podcasting apps uh, as early as Wednesday, So, except for, except for Apple Podcasts. I still haven't got the, the confirmation from them yet. All you got to do is... I feel like they're harder to get through for some th- reason. They are, and I don't know why. I don't know why they're taking so long, but oh, hey, you know what? You can literally search Fishing for Content on Spotify, and, and we're, we're going to come up, which is super exciting. Jason, yeah, that's awesome. Jason, yes, we are on the Spotify's, brother. Um, Jay, what are some of your goals with content creating? What, what do you want to achieve? Uh, ultimately, I guess... To kind of, like I said earlier, with with my whole Ubering thing, it's the whole schedule thing. I want to be able to kind of control what I do as far as a job and and income goes. It's just like another stream that I want to create as far as income. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but like the flexibility behind it's, (laughs) you know, awesome. And I like the teaching aspect of like my actual content. You know, Mm -hmm. like I, I feel like teaching is a big thing. Um, There's a lot this is one of the biggest years of fishing that I think anybody's seen. Oh yeah. Um, I was part of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can't even say anything. I was part of that and it, it blew up. So, I mean, you got people left and right right now trying to learn everything about fishing. And like with my TikTok, I do a daily tip thing. Mm-hmm. Or I try to do a daily tip. It's not always daily, but, and, and I've noticed here lately, I'll tag somebody and, um, you know, answer what their questions are. I'm getting more and more, you know, creating with that. So teaching is kind of like definitely, I feel like the direction that I'm really trying to go in. Okay. Of course, I like the regular fishing and those videos too, but so I feel like the more you know, the better, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, we all know Weston Smith. If you, if you 
follow Guggen Squad or Catchco or, yeah, or yeah, us, yeah. you're going to know who Weston is. And Weston said he got into it because he Googled, like, how to hold a bass and then yeah. saw that. You know, so you, you never know, like, your your video, like, how to – one, one you did recently was uh, Texas Rig. Somebody could say yeah. – What's a Texas rig? They see your video and you've changed the trajectory of, or the trajectory of their fishing career. So I, I think that's really cool. Um, and, it, and I also want to kind of input there too for anybody listening. If you do do that, don't don't worry about how a million other people have done it because if a million people have done it, you still could be one of the people that they want to see. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have different content. You might bring something different to the game. So. I feel like that's where you got to kind of, I know a bunch of people have done Texas rig videos. I kind of thought about it before I posted it, but I wanted to go ahead and do it because people view it, you know, why not? Yeah. I mean, my friend Jeremy is really, really good at keeping me motivated. And one time he said, cause I was kind of discouraged cause I, I struck out one day or something like that. And he's like, TJ, they're not coming to your channel uh, necessarily to watch you catch fish, but they're coming to watch you. So you're right. Like right. your personality could bring that person back or maybe they're just there cause they want to see how Jay is doing the Texas rig versus how, right. you know, Tej would do it. So, right. um, last introductory question. Then we'll talk about on the line for a second. What's your favorite movie of all time? I am not the biggest movie, book. okay. Um, you could also say TV show. So see, this is where, okay. Earlier you said you made some nerd nerdy comments minutes yeah. about your, your your stuff i'm kind of a nerd my favorite kind of stuff to watch on tv is t- typically like documentaries um okay so as far as like i know that's kind of like favorite movie favorite things like that hold on what sorry my you're good oh hey moulin rouge okay my girl <laughs> the one with christina aguilera i wish i had a different camera angle for y'all she came to the door i guess she's either watching okay or she she just heard me and she she came and she was like moulin rouge because she knew my, my mind went blank there moulin rouge is one of my favorite movies i will admit that um i love musicals to some extent i love to sing okay i don't, I don't really express that to a lot of people but i do yeah. love to, to sing and do things like that and yeah, as corny as it is, I guess I do love Moulin Rouge. So, so when I come down, I'll bring my guitar. We'll do a duet, and we'll. Uh... I'm down. I play the violin. I play. Cool. For, that's that's good for to know. A while. That's good to <laughs> yeah, know. I, I, I might need to cash in a favor sometime when I record a, record oh, my yeah. own album. <laughs> um, cool. My favorite movie. If anybody's wondering, if I had yeah. to, if I had to put one movie down as as Tj's favorite movie of all time, it would be Top Gun, hands down. That's but, a good movie. But a sure. close second is The Notebook. I love that movie. Like, Me too. It, I didn't want to say that. That's so nah, funny. I was going to be so corny because that's like <laughs> one of my girlfriend's movie. We've been watching it since high school. Yeah. And I didn't really want to say that because I was like, I mean, that's probably like, who else is going to say that? So I'm glad. I'm glad. That's so awesome. <laughs> fun fact, I live about 10 minutes from a park where they film the, uh, the swan scene uh, in the boats. That- so. I want to go. We're going to have to go there. Okay. It's She's here. poking her head down now. Hi. Hey, girl. How are you? Hey, TJ. How are you? <laughs> good. Good to see you. You too. She heard it. She must be watching it. Georgia, Georgia Bassmaster said, no. <laughs> it's just, there's something about that movie where I, I just remember my college roommate and I would watch it all the time. I, I, I wrote like a, I think my first speech, I went to this really small Christian college, 
And I think my first speech in preaching class, I retold the story of the notebook. And I mean, I just, oh, cool. it's for whatever reason, it's just a special movie to me, but, um, all right, let's, let's transition. We'll talk about on the line contest for just a little bit, uh, because it is something that we share. Well, uh, that's how we, yeah. that's how we met. Um, and without that contest, I don't, I wouldn't be where I am in my content game. This podcast probably would not exist. It actually would not exist. Um, so the contest like meant a lot to me. Uh, what about you? What are some of your biggest takeaways from the on the line contest? I learned a lot. Um, I feel like it was, it was a big thing for me too. I haven't ever, um, you know, I haven't ever, sorry, I got to sweat something away. <laughs> I have never been in something that big as far as with my fishing content. I know that, like I said earlier with my, my weight loss, I was in a few contests, but nothing like that. Nothing as narrowed down to 10 people. And, you know, the way they, they went about as far as, um, narrowing it down is like, I guess with 10 people, I never been in something that tight of a race, I yeah. guess something as big as that first and it, time ever it felt it like it was a really prestigious opportunity right like there's only ever going to be one first season of the online contest right and like exactly. just and, and i said from the beginning like even eliminated week one I, I i'm completely honored to be a part of something like that and um yeah. i think sometimes i forget that and my wife will remind me like hey you just got into this huge contest this year and it like you're like, you know what? I did. And it, keep, it keeps right. me motivated for more, you know, to, to keep trying hard. Because I think at the end of the day, like, the, the reason Catchco invited us is because they did see us working hard. They did see our potential. And they, they even said that to us. Um, yeah. what, what's, like, your favorite memory from filming during, during On the Line? My favorite memory? Um, I had a lot of fun with making the the lures. I Amazing. feel like when I was painting the lures, that was a lot of fun. It to me that was the most educated like most educated thing that I got to take away from it. So something that I really got to learn new. And even though I didn't actually make it to that week, I still yeah. feel like that was a lot. And I actually still have a couple of the um, the blanks. Me too. And I'm actually wanting to do that. I'm actually going to start hopefully making some of those into videos because that was a lot of fun for me. So I feel like I got, you know, I walked away with a new a new hobby or something like that, I guess you could say. Yeah. So I think that was probably my favorite part. Yeah. And actually, one of my other favorite things was really getting to know everybody. Yeah. Truthfully, I, and, and coming and meeting, you know, new people that you never really probably would have met. Right. Had it not been for that contest, I really did like walking away with that. Absolutely. You know, we wouldn't be here right now. Absolutely, and that's that's <laughs> what we I think consistently every single week we say is like meeting each other, forming those relationships, and like now, like I talk to you outside of outside of you know it, like we we'll, we DM Georgia Bassmaster yeah. Ryan Ray, like. Like I talk to you guys now, and I, I love watching your content now. Like, like I'm, I feel like I walked away from that contest with new friends, and exactly, you know, it means, yeah, yeah, it means a lot. And uh, so you're you're actually in the Gwinnett County area, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm really familiar. I interned at a church in college. I interned in uh, Gwinnett County, right outside of Stone Mountain. And that's um, cool. So I know the area well, and I saw you, Colby. Georgia Bassmaster all kind of went and saw the Bassmobile this past week. And yeah, Georgia Bassmaster wasn't at the game, but he did manage to uh, see him at their campground. He was, um, yeah, we had talked about it. He, he had some uh, work. I think he was, he just, something about work, I feel like. Okay. Was the thing going on. We did get a chance to see him. So that was cool. Okay. So I saw y'all, yeah. I saw you and Cole, you, you got, you and Cole, we got to hang out though. Yeah, and... that was cool. Colby's as, as, 
cool as he is on his videos, yep. he's as cool as he is in person. I mean, yeah. he's a really cool dude. I, yeah. I've had the opportunity to talk to Colby outside of the podcast and outside of um, Georgia Bassmaster said, I snuck into the park. That's pretty yeah, funny. He, he sure did. He was like, I told him that I was with them and they just, so I was like, man, that's I funny. Because that. I had my on the line shirt too. I saw that. Like I was with my girlfriend and the real Cam, which is my girlfriend's brother. Um, and we were all there. So I was just kind of like, you know, whatever. But he, he got there way early too with them and stuff. But yeah, he sure did. He got in there for That's cool. I mean, I think I think we coming out of that contest have like we're probably okay to say, uh, we're with Ketchco, like we're we're coming in here, you know? Right. And I they would have been cool. Hey, Colby totally deserved it too. He was when he um when they had it all set up or whatever, he was over there, you know, doing, you know, helping some of the people coming up and doing cornhole and telling them how to do it right. So I mean he totally earned it, I believe it. That's cool. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I wish yeah. like it it literally like snuck up on me and I was like, Oh man, it's tomorrow. <laughs> So I told, I, I literally told my wife tonight, I was like, I wish we would have paid attention and got down there and seen you guys. But a, a Georgia tour is not out of the question for me to come down and see you guys and, and maybe plan to get together and obviously that go fishing. Cool. Um, yeah. So speaking of fishing, let's talk about fishing for a minute. Uh, what what rods do you use? Because I don't see you using the Guggen rods like all of the other guys are. So before... Uh, when I got my MTB, um, first mystery tackle box, I really dug into, like I told you, I was looking at the brands and, you know, brands that were with mystery tackle box so that I wasn't going to be using any of the, the brands that they don't associate with. That's okay. kind of where I started. <clears throat> and I, um, I found some smaller, smaller companies and I started talking to Jinko and, um, I, I ended up, you know, getting on with them a little bit. I'm not in any kind of paid way or anything like that, but I do use the Jinko rods. Okay. I do like those rods a lot. They have the, um, oh, I use the high roller right now, which is like their $200 rod. And then they also have the gambler rod series, which I have a few of those and okay. they're both they're great rods. They're lightweight. And like I have, I'm it's, I can't, I get hard to trade them for anything else. They're very lightweight. They're very, you know, precise with as far as like their, um, what am I trying to say? Their tips and everything. Mm -hmm. Like they're, they're just great products. And so therefore I just stick with them, yeah. but it's the Jinko rods. They're great. Jinko is a really good company too. They're really nice over there. So. Okay. So I noted like your rods stand out in the video because the grips are like red and blue. And like, I've watched obviously tons of your footage and I'm like, I just, I, I've never seen these before. But it, mm -hmm. it stood out to me because, I mean, you know, most of us are using the Guggen stuff now, but it's cool to see uh, some variation. And I use, well, I used to use favorite rods until yeah. one, you know, one is now at the bottom of the river. But in <laughs> total total kayaking accident, I think it's... I'm not ready for that. I think a tree, I think a tree, it was in, in, a, in a rod holder, like sticking diagonal out. And I think I got blown into a tree. And when I paddled out, it pulled it out of the thing, I think. Jeez. I don't know, but so I use things other than Guggen rods. It, it, it's nice to hear what what other people use. And if you're watching uh, live right now and you're in the chat and you use another brand of rod, definitely feel free to to fill us in. I like I'm open. I don't. I've been using Guggen rods because of my association with them and Catchco, and I like them. Yeah, I need to get on that game. I really do. I've been telling myself I need to do that. I just have had a hard time putting those other ones down. Yeah, and it's because they're good rods. That's yeah. the biggest thing. Is like I can't. Like I, I like their rods a lot and I've actually 
I feel like there's, they need to put them, I wish they would put them on Carl so that more people would hear about them. Yeah. Because they're good rods. Jinko's a great company, but their rods, those rods are very good. So, like, maybe they'll figure it out. <laughs> the thing, like, I saw somebody recently talking about Guggenrods, and uh, obviously I'm partial. Like, this is what I use. This is what I like. I love the brand. And somebody, like, uh, Catchco made a post about the Catch Smart system. Are you, you're familiar with the Catch Smart? I mean, yeah, I like that. Yeah. We kind of have to be, right? Uh, yeah. so I saw somebody say like it was a gimmick and I just wanted to tell this guy, like for someone who doesn't know everything there is some, for someone like me that didn't grow up fishing every single day, or I didn't have a, a dad or a granddad, like the catch smart system helps me know what goes with what, you know, like exactly. I think it's a big help. So that's another it's like reason. Playing, yeah. It's like playing the matching game. Mm -hmm. You know, it's easy. It's easier to those who don't have the extensive knowledge of people who've been fishing for a long time. Right. It's like I've told people I've been fishing on and off since I was about eight, but not hardcore, anything crazy. I haven't learned anything near as much as I have over the last year about fishing. The last year has been the most education. I've like the most educated I've been on fishing. Yeah. And it's because I've been watching content creators and like, yep. that's like I said, that's why I've been taking that teaching turn there. Yeah. I think we yeah. would agree like, I, I like fishing the barrier of entry to fishing should be as low as possible and if you're a gatekeeper to fishing and because you think you're like macho you know everything and if if people aren't using the most obscure lures and and rods and knots you're you're not going to like our communities anyway so um no. so I, I can't even remember who that guy was I, I didn't respond because I don't want to like feed into that you know right. it's not All worth right. it he's already made up his mind Yep, exactly. <laughs> I get that a lot on TikTok, man. Mm -hmm. uh, TikTok, you definitely have to have a backbone, I feel like, as far as like people disgracing. And, and I'll say some easy tips sometimes to them, they think it's easy. Mm -hmm. And I'll get them, then they'll be like, well, no, duh, or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, okay, I'll just delete that usually. Or if I have somebody who asks some kind of question and there's just negativity, I, I don't try to interact as much as like, I, I, there's no reason for that. Right. I am here for beginners too. So mm -hmm. like, if you're not a beginner, that's great. But like, I want to keep it simple so that people on the beginner level can totally understand what I'm saying. For sure. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll probably talk about that a little bit too when we talk about uh, content because I, I got some, some TikTok questions for you. Um, okay. <laughs> I have a TikTok, but we'll get there. Uh, tell okay. me, uh, Georgia Bassmaster said, negative feedback still helps the algorithm. So let them hate. That's true. Comments are comments. Uh, they'll bring it right to the top, man. Keep coming with it. That's true. Hey, comment all you want to. You look like a, go a, a, a silly goose on my panel. To put it PG, you know? Um, exactly. Yep. Try to. So how's fishing in Georgia? What are you using recently to, to catch fish? Fishing in Georgia is all year round. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it's, you have tougher signs right now. I feel like it's tougher. I'm at least catching fish, I feel like, because a lot of places... I hear a lot of people saying they're not catching a whole lot right now because of the heat. Mm -hmm. um, I'm at least catching little guys. I haven't caught anything big in a while. Um, you you I've caught been six today. On, I caught four. Okay. Two got off. Yeah. I don't know if I said that. I thought I, I all together I can like I got one was like right at the bank, but I don't count it because it still got out. I didn't I didn't get it in my hands. But okay. Yeah, I got a total of six as far as pulling them in, and then two got off right at the bank. It was ridiculous, but it was still a lot of fun. And, you know, I was only out for a few hours, so. Um, but I've been getting them on the 
actually on the Guggen Slim Shake and on the Guggen Mondo, but on the junior one, the smaller okay. one. Mm-hmm. Um, I caught caught one today on the junior trench hog in the pumpkin uh green pumpkin purple color i love I like that, that color, color oh my gosh it's i wouldn't even i'm trying i'm 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 trying to dabble into the sprayed lettuce i got some lunkers in that color and i'm gonna start trying those because i hadn't tried that color yet i don't think i've only done the green pumpkin purple so but that's what i've been catching on just slow wearing it with the texas rig i caught one the other day on a lipless though on the um clutch no, uh, Biospawn. Oh, Rattlebot. Rattlebot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, so, that's- I have a uh, a love hate relationship with the Rattlebot from the from the contest. Um, yeah. So GB says Jay will tell you it's hot. Man, it is it it is hot here in South Carolina too. Um, it's it's almost miserably hot. But uh, and then Coot says Eufaula is on fire right now, which is good to know. I've never. You know, I, I grew up with Coot. We went to high school together. I've never fished Eufaula, so uh, Coot, whenever you want to go hit a uh, hit a Eufaula doubles tournament, let me know. I'll drive all the way down and fish it with you. Maybe I you... fished it once, and yeah. when we did, there was a tournament going on, and it was not the best day of fishing. But I'm not gonna, you know, I'm, I've, I've I've always heard great things about it, so I'm always down to go again. But I know that um, Okeechobee's been really good too. Maybe we can uh, fish against Lojo. I know he fishes Eufaula. Um, yeah, yeah, all the time. <laughs> I'm a big Lojo fan, so yeah, absolutely. Okeechobee, though, like that's we talked a couple weeks ago. That's that's a lake that I really want to fish. If I if I'm ever in like South Florida, and I have a day, like I want to fish it. Um, I would love to. Right? Seems like it's always hot there. So Jay, you're fi- you're primarily fishing like neighborhood ponds, right? How mm-hmm. how often do you get to go out? So like it, because we might so. With my schedule being kind of with me up in the air as far as delivery and everything like that, the hotter times to deliver is more at night. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll try to get up early and I'll go fishing more in the morning times or in the evening times. And I'm actually just now, like, I haven't actually technically gotten back to delivery, so I'm trying to figure out the new balance in life. Um, but I try to get out. I try to, depending on weather and depending on, you know, other doctor's appointments, like three to four times a week, roughly. Nice. Um, yeah, it's more common than the average. I know that, but that's, you know, when you're content creating and a lot of the times that you don't know if you're going to have a good video that day or not, I try to get out yeah. as often as I can, Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Uh, same. I'm actually fishing Wednesday. I'll tell you guys later about, about the video I'm shooting Wednesday cause I'm really excited about it. I don't know if, if, if Jeremy is in, uh, or Southern studios is in chat. Um, he'll tell you a little bit about it too. I'm really excited to, to shoot this video Wednesday, but I try to get out. <laughs> you know at least once a week if not twice and so um, i'm pretty excited one thing that i'm going to be doing in the next few weeks is actually different species um do you have any like desire to fish for something different than just bass absolutely um i love fishing largemouth bass i do feel like they're one of the tougher species as far as any kind of local here Mm -hmm. um i do want to go and fish some striper from um, out at Lake Lanier. I know that there's shoal bass out there. I wouldn't mind getting my hands on. There's only a couple places here in Georgia that you can get smallmouth, but I'd love to fish for some smallmouth too. And I've actually only been fishing once for catfish and okay. I had a whole combo. I had it. I was, I didn't have it set in any kind of rod holder. I had never gone catfishing before and my buddy hadn't gone in a while. So I guess he didn't, he told me to try and make sure it was like behind something and stable, but 
it was just kind of laying there and a catfish just took my whole combo in the water. Jeez. So that's the experience I have with catfishing <laughs> right now too. So I wouldn't mind getting out there and getting catfish too, but I'm all about different species. I want to figure it out because to me, like I love to learn about it. So the more, the better. So I think, yeah, this Wednesday, I'm actually, the video that I'm going to drop Wednesday is me catfishing with uh, my little sister-in-law's sister-in-law's boyfriend. And uh, so we went catfishing and he literally told me the same story. Like, he went out a few weeks prior and a, fi- a catfish drug his whole combo in and like it's just gone, you know? It seems to happen. <laughs> so uh, that hasn't happened to me yet. And well, we didn't catch any monsters, unfortunately, but I- I'm trying to get into catfishing. I'm-, I'm currently working on a video about pan fishing. Um, yeah. Kind of, that's going to be my like uh, Carl's Bait and Tackles. That- that's going to be a sponsored video I'm really excited about. So they're coming. Yeah. I mean, that's what their, their new baits are kind of targeted towards. Mm hmm. For did sure. you get it? Did you get any of the micro micro lures? I, I have right here chilling. I got the little micro clutch. Nice. I got two clutches, yeah. a banger, and a. Re- I, I I got one of each, and then an extra clutch uh, that I can maybe give away or something. Do you do giveaway? Well, uh, before we talk about content, because I want to ask about giveaways. Um, okay. Last couple questions is uh, you do a lot of fishing from the bank, but you also do some fishing with a buddy in his boat. Do you prefer that style of fishing or do you really prefer uh, beating the bank? So I feel like I'm always going to be a bank fisherman at heart. I have, I told y'all in the contest and I'm shameful to admit this, but I have yet to take my kayak out. I'm still learning how to get it on top of my car without breaking an arm doing it, you know, cause it's yeah. a heavier one. It's a pedal drive. It's 80 pounds. I know it's ridiculous, but yeah. it's, you know, it was, what I wanted to start with because I've always heard that it's good to have the pedal drive when it comes to actually fishing and kayaking. Absolutely. So like the actual body is heavy. Um, but yeah, I just, I totally like lost my train of thought there. I was thinking about kayaks. Now see, I'm ADHD too. <laughs> That's fine. And so like my brain just so like, you gotta just kind of remind me what I was talking about there a little bit. The question was about, uh, do you prefer fishing with your buddy in the boat or beating the banks? Sorry. Yeah. Like I said, I'm always going to be a bank fisherman at heart, I feel like. And I do love fishing on the boat. I feel like you definitely get um, different. If it's a big body of water, I feel like my my chances are better on a mm-hmm. boat. You yeah, know, of Because you can go anywhere on a boat. So I, I, but as far as like regular old ponds in the neighborhood, you know, some of them aren't even big enough or worth putting a kayak in. So it's yeah. like, and they're easier. And if you're just trying to get away, just kind of go hang out and it's just easier to bank fish. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm saying that now and then I'm going to get on my kayak and then I'm going to really enjoy that too. So yes. we'll see. Kayak, Sorry if y'all heard that. It's, it's okay. So kayak fishing to me is a blast. I love it, but I've been very like honest about how much I prefer boat fishing and I want a boat because there's so much more yeah. I can do. Uh, but I have a pedal drive kayak as well. And, um, actually, uh, to update you guys on that, I got the parts from Yeah Gadget to fix it. So I'm actually nice. going out on it again Wednesday. What what kayak do you have? Um, it's the Brooklyn uh, Kayak Company. Okay, it's, yeah, I've heard of them. I can't think of the model name right off the bat. I know it's 13 <clears throat> foot and it's a pedal drive. It was a combo that they were having. They were having a special at the time um, when I bought it. So and it's a sit on top, not yeah. sit in. Absolutely. Yeah. I would say if if someone was wanting to get into kayak fishing. If you can splurge for a, a pedal drive, do it. And obviously, that's yeah. going to have to be a, a sit on top. I mean, 
Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I couldn't imagine so. sitting inside. Like, I, 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 I see people flipping over, like, intentionally and sit inside kayaks, but I don't, I don't want to flip over. I don't want to be in alligator-infested water. No, yeah. no. Um, I did go, I went kayaking on the river the other day uh, with some students of mine, and me and a couple of them jumped off the dock in the river, and I was like, I, I was scared. Like, I couldn't, I was like, I got to get out. I got to get out. I'm so scared. Cause there's gators here. No. They, there are gators everywhere here. See, we don't have to worry about that, like, here as much. But, right. like, when you start getting into fall or even going into Florida, they're everywhere. So, I mean, I'm sure eventually they're going to be here, too. It's just a matter of time. I called, uh, I called Jeremy, my best friend, does some filming for me. And I said, uh, I said, uh, dude, I jumped off a dock into the river. And he's like, you did? Like, I can't believe, like, because. You know, I'm I'm a scary person. Like I don't I don't really like to do stuff like that. So that's funny. And uh, last question about fishing, and then we're gonna jump into content. What's your confidence, babe? What's your like number one go to? Uh, probably a Texas rig, and I don't know if that's just like a a rookie kind of answer, but like truthfully, nope. it's kind of what I'm always being able to pull. Either that or a lipless. Okay. Uh, those are I caught a I caught my PB on um a trap line rip knocker by Jinko actually. Cool. Um, and so it, of course that's going to be a huge confidence boost for me. Cause that's what I caught my P and it was the same, same. I broke my PB three times in the same day, Dang. Like, like literally back to back to back. And it was kind of like, all right, so I love this bait. You yeah, know of course. I mean? and, you know, but Texas rig is what I'm always definitely got something tied on. I'll bring a, a rod just for a Texas rig and keep it rigged that way and won't change it. Yeah. Because I know eventually I'll reach for it. That's uh, <laughs> prior to like getting into fishing this time, I was the same way. And now I just do a, a weightless Texas rigged uh, like trick worm. It's just, it slays here. And so that's what I yeah. use. Would you rather catch like, would you, would you rather go out and catch like more fish or like one heavier fish? Right now, I feel like I would rather catch one heavy fish yeah. like because that's just kind of where I'm at at the moment. There's days where I'd rather go out and I'm like, if it, if there's nothing going on, then I'm like, okay, anything will be better than nothing, you know, but mm -hmm. right now I'm kind of, I, I, you know, when you get a, t a taste for a big fish, you tend to want to keep getting bigger. And it's right. just one of those things, you know, it's one of those sicknesses that we get as anglers. <laughs> the, uh, the Texas guys would say big swim baits catch big fish yeah so. absolutely i'm sure they would <laughs> it's tough in a pond though in pressured ponds yeah i just don't see as much coming on swim baits and i'm not trying to knock them <laughs> i still try to use them but mm -hmm. they seem to like the the more finessey kind of styles the smaller stuff i've caught you know four and five pounders on you know tiny or lipless and you know things that aren't very big at all yeah once it cools down here i'm gonna try the swim bait game a little bit but it's so hot like right now in south carolina i probably shouldn't so so Wednesday I'm filming a a a one v one v one challenge. Like three of us are gonna go out and compete, and the winner uh, is gonna cool. and and I'm gonna give the winner, even if it's me, obviously, uh, the this month's mystery tackle box. So hopefully it'll be right. a fun video. But I, so I probably shouldn't say this, but I think it's just gonna have to be like a, a shaky head or a jig. Like once once the sun comes up, because it's so hot here, there's it's just gonna be impossible to catch bass shallow. So so slow man. Um, keep it small man i yeah. tell you what finesse has been good i've got um i've so i've got a package i ordered i did the guggen squad tackle tuesday so i could get the jersey so i've got nice. the um i've got some of the mondo worms the 10 inch and the 7 inch and i've got some mm -hmm. of the mondo slim shakes and the smaller slim shakes so that's probably what i'll be throwing 
Yeah, those those um, smaller Mondos were getting it for me today in the black and blue. Cool. They were just, I mean, back and forth today. They were biting at it. And I and like I said, I got a couple on the Junior Trench Hog too, but both of them were in that Junior size. So yeah. So I'll be throwing a little combo of all of it. Ghost, good to see, you, man. Um, all right, talk about content creating for just a little bit. Uh, we try to keep this at at like right at an hour. If we go over a little bit, it's fine. But I want to respect your time as well. Um, oh, you're good. What's your favorite platform to create content on right now? Ooh, see, that's tough because it actually just recently changed for me. <clears throat> because of this contest, I actually, um, you know, we, we got into contact with everybody and I, I talked to Ryan Yin, the guy who won mm -hmm. the contest. And I asked him, I was like, what's, what's the secret to all your views and stuff like that? And his simple answer was TikTok. Yeah. And I didn't know if that was true or not, but... I had never created a TikTok before then. And so I started TikTok and my TikTok has, has, I've only had it for maybe two months now and mm -hmm. I have like 6,000 followers. I don't know if yep. that's good or not, but like, I like doing, I started being on TikTok and um, I, I think TikTok's definitely taken my favorite now. I do love YouTube, YouTube, and I think TikTok are the two main ones that I focus on now. Okay. So one thing I noticed, so when you first joined TikTok, I, like it, it notified me, I followed um, I'm at like 2000 something. I've, I've completely stopped putting content on TikTok for a minute just because I was frustrated with the platform because they won't take down that imposter account. Somebody pretending to be me. I'm really mad about it. But TikTok is 100% like one of the best ways to grow an audience, right? Okay. So that you can see every little movement, and I would slow it down, 
So it wasn't in like the full video so everybody could see every little thing that went on with it. So because mm-hmm. a lot a lot of times they're just overwhelming. So people will just stick with a basic knot, but you really could yeah. be doing a you know, you could up your knot game if you just practice one thing. That's it, you know. That's like yeah. that's true about anything. You know, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. But yeah, I think right. that stuff helps. The one the last one I think you posted. I thought was really interesting, and I was like, man, that's maybe I need to up my knot game because I just tie a polymer knot on everything at this point, you know. I, me too. <laughs> I love polymer knots; it's my favorite knot. But I think knowing, knowing is you know everything because you're going to come to a point in time, and where you fish, you will come across a time where you need to know another knot. Yeah. Because of some other, you know, like a drop shot or something like that, you know, like you need to know some other kind of and. They're just good to know. I've actually stopped doing the knot videos as much because the the app only has so many on there, and I feel like the ones that anybody really knows I've already put on there. So I've, yeah. I've really kind of directed only doing the fishing tips now. Well, well it's it was cool, and I like I didn't yeah. know I didn't know about the app, so that like I need to send me what the app is when we get off here because I, I want to know I, like it'll help me yeah, out a lot. But no, I think that's fine. Like I saw the videos and I was like, how is she making these videos? Like I'm, I'm... I had a lot of people tell and ask that. And I told people it was an app thing because yeah. I didn't want to get any kind of hate or anybody thinking anything crazy. Right. You know, so I tried, but it's in the comments. So if you don't know, then you're not looking okay. for it. Yeah. But somebody, I remember thinking then I was like, I hope people don't like get frustrated because it was from an app, but I feel like it needed to get out no. there because nobody, a lot of people don't know those apps are out there. There's yeah. more than one too, but this one specifically, like I said, I like the I like the actual way they put the uh, the whole thing together. Okay, so do you see any traffic to your YouTube from TikTok? I haven't looked at my analytics as far okay. as I haven't recently looked at the analytics as far as TikTok traffic. I have talked about it a little bit. I need to start figuring out how to get my TikTok uh viewers to youtube i don't mm-hmm. i don't think i direct that well enough yet i do have a link in the bio on my tiktok but like yeah like i know one thing ryan yin does he does a lot of this like he'll he'll do almost like a preview mm-hmm. and then it'll be like you know if you want to see more go check out the video on youtube kind yep. of thing and like i just i gotta figure out how to do that and i i think i'm getting there i'm really you know i've actually sat down the last few days and i'm trying to figure out um a new balance as far as you know being able to not I'm constantly like trying to figure out, like if I'm posting a video on YouTube, I feel like I'm always like trying to play keep up. Like I'm always editing and I'm always doing something and I'll fall behind and it's just, I got to figure out a good balance. I am the same way. Like I totally understand. And I I was, I was literally stressed this afternoon because I've got so many projects at the same time that like, this sounds so like whiny, but I'm a little overwhelmed by all of it, you know? Um, it's not easy. So, so Ryan Yin, for those of you that don't know, uh, winner of the on the line contest, uh, recently went and did some filming with Lojo. I'm big jelly. I love Lojo. Yeah, I like, saw right. Um, I, I actually in my on the line con- uh like application, they said who if you could collab with one person, who would it be? I literally said Lojo. Um, so yeah. so goals. But one thing he said in Lojo's uh podcast, Fishing After Dark, definitely go give it a listen if you love fishing podcasts like this one that you're listening to now. Um, he was saying that exactly what you just said. He does like a preview video for TikTok that says, if you want to see the full video, head over to YouTube. And he says that that's generated a lot of traffic from TikTok to YouTube. So he's figured out the sauce. And now yeah. I've noticed that even Lojo has started doing that from, uh, from, um, Instagram reels. I don't spend as much time on TikTok. I don't think Lojo does either. 
Um, but I've seen him using that short form content uh, as a preview for the long form content, not necessarily just to say, go to my YouTube channel and subscribe, but to say, hey, if you want the whole story, you need to come check yeah. this out. It's genius, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I feel like that's the secret. That's the secret to, you know, getting the views and the traffic is just kind of the redirect because I mean, the goal is kind of getting everybody to get to YouTube. So like when you mm -hmm. asked earlier, which one was my platform of preference? I said TikTok, but it's more like TikTok trying to get that traffic to go to YouTube because yeah. YouTube's kind of like the ultimate one. You want to get monetized on YouTube. You want to get paid to be able to pay, you know, mm -hmm. create the content that you want to create. And I mean, you can actually get monetized on TikTok too. So that's yep. one of my new goals as well. Yeah. But I mean, two platforms getting paid on them, you can't really complain about that. Not that's at all. That's where my goal is. So. And that's, you know, some people create content and they say, I just do it for fun. And that's fine if it, if it is, but people like us, like we're very open and honest about, we want to turn this into something more substantial, like a more substantial form of income. Um, Absolutely. I mean, it's fun too. I love it, but that's kind of the goal is yeah. to, you know, wake up every day doing what you love. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I got asked a question this week that, that caught me off guard because I've never thought about it, but it was, if your YouTube ever like exploded basically, and that income was more than your full-time job, uh, would you ever leave your full-time job? And I was like, I've never been in that situation, so I don't know, but like, I love my full-time job. I love doing what I do, uh, in ministry. Um, yeah. but I would like for my content to supplement what I do, like for those two things to, to, to live in harmony with each other. So coincide. Yeah. Um, cause my wife, you know, she's like, I want, well, I would like to be a stay at home mom. And I'm like, that's too bad. Grandpa. Like you're not, um, just kidding, babe. If she's watching, she's probably, she's probably not. She's probably watching Virgin river. She doesn't even watch my podcasts anyway. That's funny. I wonder if my girlfriend's still tuning in. She oh, probably watched so much of it. Um, Fine. I, yeah. all right, I've got like uh, two more questions and then if you guys have any questions in the chat you guys can go ahead and start typing them we're gonna uh, enter a Q&A section in just a second uh, two questions left number one is do you have a schedule for uploading videos to any platform like do you say um, do, <laughs> GB said he's sending her the link you're, you're sending what my wife the link telling her to get in here <clears throat> um, or Sometimes I lose my train of thought as well. It's all right. No, I totally get that. It's so, fine. so do you try to post to say like TikTok once a day, YouTube once a week? Like, what's your upload schedule like, ideally, or what do you what do you aim to do? Ideally, I'd like. So, what I'm really trying to get to right now is to try to get two videos out on YouTube. I'm kind of bumping a week right now, and I was doing good there for a little while, but like I said, I was playing catch up, and it was kind of stressing me out. So I just yeah. kind of was like, all right, I'm gonna try to get once you know one out a week and then i'm gonna try to you know get to two so i'm working on that okay um i do try to post to tiktok once a day but i have learned that if i'm not actually out fishing with my my glasses on and my my fishing shirt on yeah um it doesn't get as many views like if i'm just sitting in the car and i do a video daily a daily thing people don't like it as much if i'm just chilling in my car hmm. so it, it, it kind of play that's kind of how I play around with it but I am I'm trying to do that at least once a day okay. and with Instagram I have I've gone down I used to post three times a day there and then I was posting two so now I'm down to like one or two because okay. I've, I've taken a lot of my traffic and I've you know like I said I've, I've focused doing on that on TikTok and Facebook I have it attached to my Instagram so I have a Facebook 
page, like a fishing page. Yeah, me and too. it just posts what my Instagram does too. And sometimes I'll go over there and I'll try to, you know, send out more and get more, you know, views and stuff on that. But Facebook's literally like the one that's in the bottom. Yeah. So I, I feel the same way. I have a Facebook page. It's Teachstone. Is it Teachstone Pro? Garrett, can you confirm? Uh, it doesn't have a lot of followers, but I have. So first of all, happy birthday, Garrett, in the chat. Um, thanks for happy stopping birthday. by on your birthday. So hey. Aiden asked a good question. We're going to get to that in, in the Q&A section. Remember, go ahead and type your uh, questions for the Q&A section in the chat if you've got them. Um, we, so I have the Facebook thing, and I'll post to my Facebook fishing page, and then I'll share it to my personal page because I get a lot of interaction from family and friends on Facebook. Even though it's not driving to my YouTube, I can't monetize my Facebook profile. I still get a lot of interaction, you know? And that's kind of where it gets the toss up. It's kind of like, where am I going to put my energy? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like if I want to focus on getting monetized, like I do want to have fun. I do have fun, but let me, I'm going to focus on, you know, making this a career as well. So I'm going to focus on what I can get monetized. Yeah. So I focus on YouTube and TikTok the most because I feel like those are the most the two most that I'm going to have the best luck at getting monetized and making any kind of money on. Right. Those are the two platforms. And then you, you know, you go into Instagram and Twitter and all. I don't even do Twitter. I have a Twitter and I don't even. I, I deleted even, it. I hate it. I hate Twitter I, now. Um, my girlfriend gets on Twitter for news and that's about it. I, yeah. I, uh, I re-downloaded it when uh, Mystery Tackle Box shared something of mine. Um, but then I re-deleted it because I like just Twitter is just so it's just feels so angry and toxic to me yeah right I, right i can i can totally get that <laughs> do you what do you use to edit your videos this is a bonus question uh filmora x okay. is my uh main video editing software if i'm just using it on my phone i actually use um InShot. um okay. i found that it's it's a very good you know simple um uh, editing software on on your phone if you just have like an android just in shot simple and you can actually get rid of like the little the little tag or whatever if mm -hmm. you just watch an ad okay and it's simple it's easy and it's very you know it's it's a good it's a good one i don't know i don't know how else to put it but yeah i use filmora x okay for my main video editing software and i think that's important because like like people have been asking me what i use lately and i started using premiere pro and photoshop yeah. but because that's because like in COVID, I was doing a lot of the, the work for the church that involved video editing, and I needed something more powerful than iMovie. You don't have yeah. to use Adobe, right? You can use free options or less intuitive options and still get quality videos out of it. So, um, I feel like, especially for simple things. Yeah. So, um, hey, thank, thanks so much for, for joining me tonight on the podcast and let me kind of interview you get, and just really get to know you a little bit better, Jay. Like, I feel like the contest, we got to know each other a little bit, but uh, yeah. it, we, we're all running 100 miles an hour. And so, like, I, like throughout this podcast, it's hard to keep up. It, it really is. It really is. But um, Aiden asked the question, I'm looking for a new bait caster under $80. Anyone have any suggestions? Do you have any suggestions for him? Like a whole combo? I'm not sure of one that would be under there. But if you're looking at just the bait casters, I have – I'm trying to remember how much I spent on my I, – um, I have Cast King, and I know that a lot of people give Cast King a, a bad name sometimes because it's not, you know, they just, they're not out there as much as like a Shimano, but Shimano's just aren't always affordable. Mm -hmm. um, but I have a Cast King Royale Legend, 
Royal Royale, however you want to pronounce it. And um, it's been very good for me. Um, I think I only spent about, I want to say only like 60 or $70 on it. I actually don't remember, <laughs> but I don't think I spent that much on it because I'm, I'm on the affordable game. That's where I am. I always feel like I want to be on a budget because I don't want to blow my money for things like I just, I just don't. I try to think smartly with my money on that right. kind of stuff. And yeah. I think, you know, we, we have to, you know, um, I'm, I'm looking on Bass Pro right now because I, uh, I have a buddy that works for Bass Pro. He's not here tonight in the chat or I would connect you with him. But, um, my first bait, <coughs> bait caster getting back into fishing was an Abu Garcia Black Max combo from like some outdoor store that I got for a hundred dollars. So I, I know that you can get quality. I still use the reel. So I, I know you can still get quality for a hundred um yeah. definitely look into the cast king i would say maybe save up 20 20 extra bucks yeah if you can get it up to 100 bucks for a good first bait caster too i got the xfinity the lose xfinity it was like an exclusive one that was at walmart and that was my first bait caster well no i'm sorry i think that was my second my second bait caster but it mm -hmm. was the one that i used a lot in the beginning and it was still very good i actually use it for whenever somebody's trying to learn on it that's the first one i give them i think you know, it's one of those things where like do you go ahead and invest a lot of money to get something high end but but what if you don't like it or do you get something that's more affordable that you know you're going to outgrow in a while so you right. you got a way you got to decide that for yourself um i mean like i said 100 bucks you're good so georgia bassmaster said how many subscribers do you consider someone a fishing youtuber we all have a number in our heads just curious what y'all's thoughts are you gotta answer that one first because i haven't really thought about that with numbers okay as far as anybody else i try not i like i don't know that's i guess when you start seeing somebody bigger than you kind of in a sense if you feel like you're like a content creator that people have more numbers and get more views and things than you i consider them they're doing something better than me in that sense. So if you're getting more views on YouTube than I am, then I'm, I'm looking at you regardless if you have more than me on Instagram or another follow, you know what I mean? So I, I don't know, that's hard. So for me, I think I look at obviously people larger than me and, and think, man, they've got it. You know, like they're a fishing influencer, not myself. But lately I've been telling myself kind of what I talked about a little bit earlier is that like, you know, I feel like nobody in the fishing industry makes you feel like you're not relevant or like, um, like a part of what's going on. Like the fact that I'm included in the same conversation or able to have conversations with, with some of you guys um, makes me feel like I'm part of the team, you know, like I'm one of the gang, even though I have the lowest sub count of anyone in the contest, <laughs> except for one other guy. So, um, uh, actually, so Jay's YouTube is linked at the in, in the description of this live stream, or just cool. uh, search Jay Sinky. I thought it was Sink. I'm sorry, I pronounced uh, it wrong. It's okay. It happens all the time. It's when well, I tell people it's Sink with an E. It's <laughs> so if I had to put a number on it, it I don't want to put a See, number on it. <laughs> I don't want to put it. I don't want to say a specific number and upset someone because I myself might not be. A, let me say a thousand. Because yeah. anybody can like anybody can create a YouTube channel and put put YouTube videos out there, but I I think like once you're once you're over a thousand, it's obvious that you've put in hard work. You haven't just you know, you know posted one video and gotten a thousand subscribers from it nine times out of ten. Right. So I'll say I'll yeah. say a thousand. And and once I hit a thousand boys, we're going wild. So 
Where are you at right now? I'm at a uh, five. Wait, no, no, no. I don't. I don't even know where my phone is. Oh, I, mine's I, recording me, <laughs> or something. Where it's it's on me right now. So I'm at uh, five sixty nine. Nice. So I mean, See, I, I mean, it can be tough getting those subscribers. And the thing is, is it's not all about the subscribers either. It's about the getting the views. You know, that's mm -hmm. where I'm coming up with an issue. It's just trying to get the right traffic flow. And I think that has a lot to do with getting the right schedule as far as yeah. posting and doing it at the right time. And I'm still learning all that stuff. So Georgia Bassmaster, my question for you though, as you know, someone further in the game than we are, I think his goal, his next big goal is the 10,000 mark. Nice. <laughs> um, how, how does that translate? So we want to monetize our, our YouTube channels, of course. I think one, one reason I want to monetize my YouTube channel is because I want to do what Alex Rudd does and do giveaways on my live stream through Super Chats, right? So you guys would Super Chat in, you know, a dollar. That's one entry to the thing. Anyway, oh, how cool. how close? I don't need, Georgia, GB, are you are you currently monetized? Or, and Jay, how close are you with um, the amount of subs that you have? Well, you only need 1,000 subs, and then you need 4,000 watch time hours Correct. within 365 days. So, like, my hours, I'm still trying to get. I'm not, I'd have to look. I'd and, it's the thing with being on my phone is I'm not able to actually look right now. I'd have to actually look to see where I am, but I don't think I want to try. I would love to get monetized this year, but I just don't think because of how this year's gone, I haven't been on the most, um, what's the word? I haven't been on the most, the best schedule with okay. posting my videos. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to get monetized this year, but I know that that's definitely, you know, my goal. Yeah, that's my goal right now is to get monetized on both YouTube and TikTok. I feel like I'm gonna actually get monetized on TikTok before I get monetized you, on YouTube. You probably will. Uh, my friend Jeremy that I've talked about, who I think is gonna yeah. come on the show uh, next uh, next week and cool. talk to me. Actually, his uh, he had a TikTok go insanely viral, and yeah. he's monetized on TikTok. But he's even said like being monetized on YouTube feels like so far away but the good the good thing is for us is that it's uh, the cumulative last 365 days it doesn't like start over thankfully um nice. so so really what it feels like to me is if you keep that growth going consistently you're eventually going to hit that milestone so you'll get there yeah. yeah that's the whole goal that's the end goal so Kobe act fishing like not to focus as much on numbers but right. like you know it, at the time it's like when you do want it to be what you do it's hard not to right Kobiak Fishing came in late. He said, hey, people late to the party. Hey. Nah, man, you're right on time. We're getting ready to shut it down, but if you guys have any last questions for Jay or me about fishing, uh, content creation, or you know anything in between, uh, we'd be glad to answer it. I feel like I'm an open book. I usually can yeah. ramble, but... Hey, this has been cool. I've enjoyed this. Like I said, I've been thinking about wanting to do something. Do it. You know, I've been thinking about trying to actually do it on the TikTok platform. Yeah. Um, Because... They, they, even though you're not monetized yet, people can still like give you gifts and stuff. And then once you're monetized, you can actually unlock the money. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if people know that or not, but like my, uh, somebody went on one of my live, I went live and I was just trying it out while I was, I was sitting in the car while my girlfriend was at the doctor's office and somebody came in and started giving me a bunch of little gifts. And I was like, Oh, okay, nice. cool. And I looked in to see what that translated into. And it like, I have an account on there, but I can't access it yet because I'm not technically monetized. Um, yeah, I have, uh, I'm monetized on Twitch, so I can, um, if I was streaming on Twitch, I, I could, I, I have monetized that, but, uh, 
it's it's not the right platform for what I'm doing anymore. And uh, you know, Instagram Instagram Live is a good platform too because people can buy um, sub or they're not called sub; they're called badges um, on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so I I've been torn. Do I move my show to Instagram? But I, I like the production value. Tonight's was a little scuffed because I'm, I was having some issues with Zoom for some reason, um, and I need to put like graphics and stuff up. But I can do more with streaming uh to youtube uh colby says tg gonna try and see the bassmobile I, I if they come anywhere close to me again i will i was telling jay earlier it snuck up on me and i missed it in atlanta i would have came down and hung out yeah, with that you was guys. The one, yeah that was the one he had to come to colby so youtube pays about a thousand times more per view georgia bassmaster says than than tiktok i assume which that would, I mean, that's good to know. I see. I, that's the other thing I'd have to look into as far as, you know, the amount. So that's good to know. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why I said the end goal is to definitely get the traffic to go to YouTube. Definitely. I wouldn't mind getting monetized on TikTok too in the meantime. Yeah. Hey, get it, get it where you can. Uh, but yeah, YouTube monetizing on YouTube is, is like a, a big goal, like a big future goal of mine, like something that I'm working towards. Like right now I'm trying to check that box of, um, you know, trying to get to that 1K, so. You'll get there. I believe in it. Oh, I believe that you'll get there for sure. And I, I, I do too now. Like, everybody, everybody's just, that, that's, we, we say this every week too. That's my favorite thing about the, the fishing community and especially on YouTube versus like live streaming services like Twitch is it feels like we're all a team. We're all rooting for each other. No one is, no, no one's going to hold any, anyone back. Um, I don't want to see anybody else fail at doing it because the struggle is real and I get it. So yeah. seeing someone else succeed at it, it's like, hey, I know what you're going through. So like, good on you for being more for being successful at it. Yeah. Colby, Colby says he's about 200 from 1K. So if you're hanging out in the chat and you are not subscribed to the other creators in here, Georgia Bassmaster or Colby Yak Fishing, make sure you go and sub to their channels, putting out amazing content. I know. Uh, I know um, I, I can't say anything too much. Coot underscore fishing earlier in the chat. If you scroll up, it has been uh, has been flirting with the idea. He sent me some samples, and he needs to just do it. Uh, we'll all sub to him too. So, all right. Well, Jay, any last words? Any last thoughts? Uh, truthfully, I just had a really good time. This was cool. Like I said, I'm I'm I've enjoyed this. I, I enjoy the whole layout and the flow with it. That was cool. I like the back and forth. I like the laid back aspect of it all. You know, it just cool. it feels. Like when we actually meet in person, it's gonna be a lot better now because we we you know this interaction is so much better. I feel like so absolutely, it's really cool. absolutely, and um, it's it's helping me. I'm like I said, I've I've been running around with the idea, so I like the feel. So I appreciate it. this has been really cool. I've enjoyed it. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Um, definitely, if you guys haven't already, Jay's YouTube channel is linked in the description down below. Please go hit her with a sub, and you can search her name Jay Sinky on Instagram and TikTok as well blow those numbers up <laughs> so what i'm gonna do now jay i'm gonna hang up with you i'll send you a, a dm on instagram in just a minute um and then i'll close out the uh the podcast over here is that cool all right man i'll see you later all right girl thank you so much i'll see you later nah. all right hey guys thank you guys so much again for uh hanging out and listening to this podcast and interacting and chat it means a lot to me uh that you guys would do that and remember that by Wednesday morning, two things are going to happen. This podcast is going to be uploaded to podcasting apps like Spotify, and I'm going to have a YouTube video go live as well. Currently uploading one YouTube video a week. That might <laughs> pretty soon move to two videos a week because I am starting to get a little bit like caught up and, and have stuff 
planned out ahead, which is which is really good. Once again, can't thank Jay enough for coming on. Kind of last minute. I didn't ask her until this weekend. She was super excited about it. So I'm very thankful for uh, her coming on and having these conversations with us. You guys are the best. Thank you for thank you for supporting me. Thank you for supporting my content dreams. Big things are, are coming. I'm really excited about the content that we're releasing over the next few weeks. And the sky's the limit. If you guys know of anybody who is an angler or content creator, preferably both, uh, let me know if you think they would be a good guest or let them know. Reach out to me via DMs on Instagram or comments on YouTube. I would love to have a schedule of upcoming guests. I've got some some creators that I'm about to go on a big... Uh, I'm gonna, I, I'm, I have a big ask for, for a couple bigger creators uh, to be on here. And so... Um, hopefully they'll come on and, and, and teach us a thing or two is we're all trying to learn. We're all trying to grow. We're all trying to get better at fishing and content creating guys. This has been the fishing for content podcast. You guys are the best. And I'll talk to you guys very, very soon in screen. <laughs>